0: hello again this is kathleen joseph welcome back to another episode of dear diary self-healing moments happy mother's day ladies happy mother's day we just celebrated mother's day this weekend um so i just want to give a shout out to all the mamas all the mamas that's taking care of the young ones making sure that they're okay making sure that they're good I wanna give a shout out to all the mamas that's doing it by themselves that don't have any support. I hope that you was able to get some type of break and you were able to enjoy that moment and not be thinking about anything else but just that moment and celebrating and enjoying the the comfort and just the, the love that you get from your kids. Um, I wanna give a shout out to all the moms that do have support. And able to still find joy in every single moment. Uh, I want to give a shout out to all the mamas that you know suffering from postpartum depression. I want to give a shout out to all the mamas that have a voice but nobody to hear them. But happy Mother's Day, ladies. You know, we all deserve it. We know uh being a mother is not for the faint of heart. Motherhood is something that we all wanted or we cherished and even if it wasn't something that you you wanted but you made that decision to to keep your baby, to keep your bundle of joy. Um I pray that you find you found joy in it. I pray that You know, you, you have embraced being a mother, um, because it's not all mothers who become mothers who embrace the title of being called a mom. Um, I know that for me, when I decided to become a mother, or I, when I decided to start on that journey of trying to become a mom, it was extremely difficult for me. Um, I wasn't married but I knew that I wanted a child, and so I I tried to be to become pregnant. Um, I became obsessed with trying to become pregnant uh, for one year. Me and my uh, partner at that time, we attempted for a whole year to become pregnant. We were engaged at the moment and um, um, having unprotected sex and for one year it would not happen not one incident not one um you know uh maybe so uh it it just it just wasn't happening for me um and i know that i desired to become a mother so bad uh i was timing my ovulations and testing ovulations and taking things to make sure that you know my body ph was fine and and I was able to produce enough eggs, and my body was ready to to just carry a baby. Uh, I started eating healthy. I fasted. I me and my partner me and my partner fasted together. And there was certain food I was eating. There was certain things I was I was I went on all natural stuff. I stopped eating certain meat um certain food, and I stopped eating certain meats and stuff like that. And I was just indulging myself in just nothing but baby, baby, baby making, baby making. I was obsessed. Obsessed. And I know that I read somewhere where they states that when you walk, literally all you could think and breathe was just baby making. Like sex wasn't even fun anymore. It was just all about baby making when I timed my ovulation and it's like ding 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 you were ovulating I was ringing that phone and I'm like huh baby you need to come over here because I'm ovulating I don't I don't really care much about uh giving you pleasure but I just need your (laughs) come." it was so crazy like it was so crazy and I know he was looking at me like I was a freaking maniac but I wanted a baby so bad and um thing is that i wanted to start having a baby uh by the time i was 30 i was around the time 29 um and i'm like if i, I need to start having a kids now like i don't want to wait too late to start having kids and um you know if you was going to be my uh, sperm donor whether or not we was gonna get married that was gonna happen for me and that just was that just was my agenda at that time um it was just baby making. We went to uh, specialists. We got tested. It was just the whole nine. We did it all. Um, thank God, my insurance at that time covered some of the genetic testings and you know some of the blood work. It. Um, I was fortunate to be able to just uh, use my insurance to do some of these things, and um, I didn't have to come out of pocket. I was able to also get. Um, something called I forgot what its name. Uh, it's like a fallopian tube cleanup where they go and check to see if your fallopian tube. Uh, I mean, if your ovaries are open, um, if the if fallopian tube, if if there's no cl- um, clogs in there. Um, and so I went and they kind of like spray like some, they kind of like push like some dye into like your your fallopian tubes to see if it receives the fluid uh, if the fluid just flows through it properly smooth without any type of resistance and mine's came back fine um i did have a small slight uh resistance i think on my left side but besides that it went through fine and i was i was fine uh we did some genetic testings and stuff and then after that there was the the next step was to test my husband's sperm um we went away for a vacation and when we came back i was supposed to go back to get his sperm tested and continue with uh, more testings and more more stuff to see why exactly why i'm not getting pregnant um but for on my side everything was fine they stated that everything was good they don't know why I'm not getting pregnant and everything like that because all my results are stating I'm fine not and, you know I had eggs and everything like that like there was no, there was literally nothing wrong um my husband already had a baby already from previous relationships so I know that his stuff was fine his stuff was working properly so we just we did not know why it wasn't happening but I then realized, uh, later on, where after, um, I got pregnant, why exactly I wasn't getting pregnant. So, um, I guess for me and the plan that God had for me, God was like, you are not going to have a baby without you being married. Um, me and my husband, we even, uh, went away for a, a month and some change, uh, to Haiti. After I graduated from uh, school, um, RN, and became um, an RN, I passed my NCLEX and everything, thank God, on um, August 1st. And soon enough, we went to Haiti, spent about a month and a half over there, still came back, not pregnant. Um, But when we did come back, I was uh, married by that time. We got married August 30th in Haiti that year. And um in the end of December, December 31st, going into the new year, we moved into our first apartment in Jersey. Um so that's about probably maybe about three months later. About three months later, guess what guys? January 30th, I just checked to see because i missed my period. Um And come to find out, I was pregnant. After a year and some change trying to get pregnant with no protection and everything like that. As soon as I got married, three months later, boom. Without me even trying, I got pregnant. So, um, yeah, so I I was elated. I was so happy. I was so happy that I finally got pregnant, Um, but it's something that I wanted so bad. And I was so grateful that God blessed me with that opportunity to become a mother. And I'm also grateful that my daughter, um, her soul and her spirit chose me to be her, her carrier, to be her mother. A mama expecting her first baby. Oh my gosh, I was so related I took pictures like Every week To see how big my stomach was going I calculated Every mo- every second I calculated every movement I calculated every, every sign And every symptom, thank God um, I don't know The way I carried my baby You barely even knew I was pregnant Even when I was working, people didn't even know I was Pregnant until I was had approximately maybe seven months um I am very slim and um and my figure my frame did not show that I was pregnant uh underneath my uniform actually but if I wore a dress if I wore something that was fitted you could see that I had a little bump and I embraced my bump I loved it I i loved it like you know even though some people say that pregnancy is um it's not for the faint that it's not it really it truly isn't um however i still enjoyed it i loved it um i love seeing my stomach i love feeling on my butt my belly and my daughter she was so fun like it's so crazy. She was so funny, even from the belly. She loved dancing, but I used to always put on music, and I could see my stomach moving up and down like she was just dancing inside of me, and I just loved every experience of it. It was, it was, it was what I was waiting for for so long, and I just enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it. Thank God I did not have morning sickness. I think I only maybe threw up one time, once. Once throughout the whole time and the only reason I I did throw up it was because I was being greedy I wanted some strawberries I'm not even sure how long the strawberries were in the fridge but when I seen it I'm like I want it and I took the strawberries my husband told me not to eat it I ate them anyways the baby did not like it the baby was like no yuck that was the only time I threw up. The only time I used to have dry heaves, dry hot. I said I don't even know why I always say that, but anyway, I used to have like dry hives, like 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 I want to throw up, but it don't come out, so it's like a met, like, you know, and um and sometimes when I used to cough like a lot because I have asthma. i think because of my asthma i used to get like these coughing episodes and um dad sometimes would make me gag like i would gag and i would want to like throw up but did not throw up my biggest thing my feet were so swollen i i did not like i hated them because i wanted to like be able to wear like nice cute shoes and stuff like that. I could not do that. I, my feet were so swollen I'm, and I'm already prone to like having swel- swollen ankles and stuff because when I stand for too long, the blood from the, the water from like my body would just literally just pull in my feet and my ankles even if I wasn't pregnant. Whether I was sitting for too long when I was whether I was standing for too long. You know, so, but besides that, I love my pregnancy and my second pregnancy was the same. My second pregnancy, I literally did not have no type of nausea, no vomiting. Like, I love my pregnancies. Like, I love my pregnancies. The only thing I don't like about my pregnancy is the fact that I do still break it. I am already acne-prone. I think that if I was probably make, doing more um, facials and body spas and stuff like that, probably it would be less. Sorry, guys, I was yawning. But for the most part, I loved it. Oh my goodness, I love I love wearing my little cute dresses and seeing my little bump. My booty was like ten times big. My breast was like ten. Times. <laughs> I just loved it. I I loved it. I feel like I was a cute pregnant girl. Nah, but I love my, I love both of my pregnancies. Um, and I can't complain. I really can't complain. It's just, I think with my my second pregnancy, my sciatica was a lot worse than my first one. So I had to do a lot of chiropractor, um, and stuff like that. And that was phenomenal. I'm just so happy and grateful that I did do the chiropractor with my son. Um, I should have done it with my daughter. It would have been an easy birth if I did it with my daughter because she was stuck when it was time to give birth to her. But, um, yeah, I just, I just love my pregnancy. I wanted to be become a mom so bad, and I was so grateful that God blessed me with um, two kids. I have a boy and a girl. Um, I'm not sure if there will be a third baby in this picture Um, only God knows what, uh, the future hold, but however, for now I have my boy and my girl and I will be happy if that's just it. I already have my pair. Um, but yeah, moms, like we, we look at the definition of like what a mother is and, um, like how, what we look like, what we, what we think of a mother and a mother is just somebody that is just nurturing and just caring and just over, over, overlooking over us and, and, and install, instill like wisdom into us and just, and just take care of us. It doesn't even have to be a maternal mother, it could be a, it could be a, um, a church mom, a, you know, a family. Like I feel like I'm so tired. Um it could be a you know any type of women that overlook us, that is mentoring us, um it could be a mother figure to us, somebody that is being able to help us grow and mature, you know, somebody that have a little bit more wisdom and more acknowledgement than us, um, and knowledge than us that is able to kind of direct us in a good, in a, in a proper, in the steps that we should be going into and helping us, you know, try to even make like life decisions. Um, and I think that, you know, a mother is something that is irreplaceable. I, it doesn't, um, when I mean irre- irreplaceable, it does not, um, it does not have to be Biological, like I stated before, there's so many mother figures. Um, a lot of female, a lot of people. Automatically, we have a mother, and it could be our biological mother, but it's not the mother that we look up to. It is not the mother that nurtured us. It is not the mother that taken care of us and 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 help us grow. So we can um, make that conclusion that a mother. A biological mother doesn't necessarily have to be the mother that you look up to, um, but for certain that a mother figure that is very nurturing and shows love and caring, um, watches over and keeps, is somebody that is, that is, um, meant to kept, to be kept, um, we sometimes look at the definition of what a mother should be like, what should a mother do, um, and what a mother should give to her child. You know, as a mother myself now, I, I can look at certain things like how my mother used to do certain things and, you know, to speak to us and try to direct us and try to keep us out of trouble. I could kind of now, um, relate to, like, a lot of the things that she'll say and, like, how she would act and even to be, like, a wife now and to see, like, you know, and try to, like, picture, like, why she acted a certain way, why she acted a certain way and something like that, why she said certain things and stuff. And so, so now, like, it's easy for me to kind of, like, get in that moment and, like, think, about like why why she used to act like that and I could kind of see why because now I am in in that role I'm in the mother role I'm in the wife role and so I could kind of see why there's certain things why she did certain things why she acts certain ways sometimes um you know, I've gotten to a conversation with one of my friends and we've spoken about the love of my mother and the love of mother, a mother gives. And I know that we could kind of like sit and talk about what a mother's love should look like. Um, and I know from her perspective, it stated that it showed and, um, that. You know, um, a step a certain mother would only be able to, or just in general, a mother would only be able to give a love that, in her experience, that she had, and like she could only give you what the experience that she had. However, I look at it in a different outlook. I believe that for me, like I did not get a certain type of love. I I did, like I was nurtured, but I wasn't. I had more tough love. And so I'm not, I even though I show my daughter a lot of tough love also, but I still show her a lot of caress, a lot of touch, a lot of affection. I show her how to be affectionate, um, which is not something that I received. Um, and I try my best not to give a lot of tough love, um, to her because, um, I've, that's all I've been given. And I know that I'm still working on not portraying the same thing that I've been dealt, you know? So we could only try to do better, even though that's not the cause that we were dealt. However, we, we, are, the, the, we are the sole responsibility of our lives and the way we, ch- we, ch- we choose to like do things. Um, As me being in a self-healing journey of rediscovering myself, um, reteaching myself, removing things and beliefs that were installed in me, I try to do things differently. I don't try to do it just the way that my parents did it or the way I've seen it being done. And a lot of times I have to catch myself when I see I'm doing certain things that I've, I've seen my parents do. And so sometimes I've, I apologize so much to my daughter um, because I know that there's a lot of times I become very short-tempered with her because of um, you know her tantrums and stuff like that. And me wanting her to do what I want her to do. Um, and so I'm learning to not do that. I'm learning to step back a little bit and allow her to be her, allow her to be a child. Um, allow her to explore and not be upset that she made a mess because she's going to make a mess. That's how she's learning. And so learning through this self-healing journey and recording everything and talking about everything um, it has helped me grow I think that as a mother we only want the best for our kids Um, you know the ones that actually really make an effort to to be better, to also help our child be better. We are not going to uh, be perfect at everything that we are doing and and the way we do things and the way we discipline and the way we, you know, um, try to grow our kids. is all a journey. And I think that in the same journey, they're also teaching us. They're also teaching us. So... Every day I look at her and um, I see myself in her so much. I see myself in her so much. And so, because I see myself in her so much, I make sure that she is also having fun. That she doesn't need to feel like she has to depend on people. Like, she could depend on her mother. Um, because I'm always going to be here as much as I can be here. Unless God has another plan for me. But I don't want her to. I don't want her to feel like she has to depend on people. And have expectations of people. Because I know that expectations only lead to disappointment. Um, and, I, and I don't try to tell her that now sometimes I do because I see the things that is around her I see the disappointments I see the lack of support um you know but for her mental mindset I try not to um but I know that there's times that when I think about my situations and I think about like the the space that I'm in and I think about the journey that I'm on, sometimes um, I can portray that I don't want you to think that you could depend on people because people is going to fail you. The only person that you should depend on is you and yourself and God. Um, And, you know, so sometimes I sometimes i try not to put down my own beliefs on her and you know even though it could be a little bit hard because you know we know and we see how the world is um and we try not to raise a child that is naive of this world and the people around us and um but for now you know we just i'm just trying to like let her live her be a child um, and just try to get, build her confidence allow her to be a child run around and just be her don't be anybody else but you to speak of the mamas that are doing it by themselves um, it's crazy when we look at the support uh, or just what we consider the village or how we looked at the village back in the days and, you know, how we seen our mothers um, and grandmothers and aunties and, and 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 cousins and all of them, like, when it's, you know, getting, getting raised together and parties and birthday parties and celebrations and holidays. And you see, like, the whole community or even just like the people around the family and it's always a big gathering or if you know you have to be in schools is an auntie that's coming to pick you up or if you have to stay home there's an auntie that you stay staying with that's watching over you until mommy get home you know if you were walking out down the street you will see somebody that's on a block that knows your mama and you know you have to hide because then they're going to go back to your mama and say something, or they're going to say something to you. That was the village. But now today we don't have that. We don't have it. Um, the village, for me, ha- I don't have a village. I think it's sad sometimes to think about, um... You know, I don't really have a big support system. Um, And I think that growing up, that's why it's like you have to just do what you got to do for yourself. Because there's nobody that's going to do it for you. And um, I give it up for all the mamas that really is doing it by themselves. Because raising a child by yourself is hard it's hard to be the provider and be a mama full-time also is it's hard and even the ones that are that do have support i know that y'all could feel it halfway or yeah all feel it some type of like percentage of what a single mother goes goes through so I give it up to y'all, the ones that's doing it and y'all killing it. You know, you're still going to your jobs and y'all killing it. Or y'all have your own businesses, y'all killing it. And I give it up to y'all. Um, and I just pray that all these mamas... I hope pray that all your mamas were able to relax on Mother's Day. Because I feel that Mother's Day, even though it is... It is for you to embrace being a mother. It is for you to embrace that you've been a mama to your kids and God has blessed your womb and allowed you to be fertile and and to multiply on this earth. I pray that that day was a day for you to just relax and just take a bubble bath and and have a spa day and just, or just sleep. <coughs> Excuse me. Because we all need that rest that I think that I cannot really remember the last time I've slept for eight hours. I can't really remember. My daughter is about to be three. So it's been three years. Um, so I think that I can I can try to think about how long, um, if I've had, I can't, I really cannot remember that's how long it's been, like, for me to sleep eight hours. I think that once you have a child, it's, uh, it's pretty hard for you to have an eight hour sleep, unless they're old enough to sleep through the night completely. But, um, I am forever grateful. I'm forever grateful. Mother's outlook, um we mamas we I I don't know, I think that um like you know I think they say like my mother used to always say, wait till you have your own kid, then you will see. And it's so true, you could never Understand until you are in somebody's shoes, especially when it comes to being a mother, you will never understand. You will never understand if you are not by a lot, not even by bio- if you are not raising a child, even if if I'm not saying biologically, if you even adopt a child, if you literally taking bringing up a child if you rearing a child like they say rearing a rearing a child like you growing up a child then you can understand because then you are able to take that take that footstep of being a mom as if that you are biologically the mother buying clothes for the child Going to parent teacher conference when they having their issues and dealing with their, with their development stages while they're growing. Dealing with tantrums, you able to see you 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 rearing up a human being. You growing up a human being like to become civil citizens, to, to become, to be just becoming, helping them helping them on their way to finding themselves who they on this earth to become to be that is a hard job that is a hard job that is that is 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 it's a beautiful job it's a beautiful job I love being a mother but there's some days it's like Ugh! like Ugh! you know and I can't even imagine what my mother used to have to go through with me um my relationship with my mother, I, you know, I was raised with my mother from Haiti. Um, I know she sacrificed a lot for me and my brothers, and I mean my siblings, to bring us up here. Well, mostly my brothers, because I my sister was born here. It was I was the only girl um, in between with three boys my brothers and I was the middle child the daughter but um I know my mother suffered and struggled to to bring us here with the help of my father um who is her husband um but I was mostly raised with my mother until I was approximately seven my father would come visit because he was in the US to 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 help us bring us up but um, my relationship with my mother my like we speak on but we speak and we converse um but like any mother-daughter relationship we have our ups and downs um I don't really um I don't really... We don't really have a good relationship. We've had a lot of ups and downs. And I know that um, one of the big things right now, um, we've bumped heads a lot of times throughout the years of me growing up. And we just recently got into another thing. But till now, it's been something that I still haven't gotten to the... the space to have a conversation with her but that was a, as a story for another day but um I keep this relationship between us the way it is now and I do still have uh, pretty good uh, re- um, conversations with her and I do not hold no grudges um and I speak to her as if like there was nothing because that's what God desires and wants for me. He wants me to have this open communication and and continue to give this relationship that and speaking and this relationship that I'm having right now and to not hold any grudges and that's what I'm doing. Um, people would not understand like how I'm able to do how this 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 relationship that I'm doing now because of the background and, um, and the stuff that's occurred. But I think I'm able to kind of have that relationship because of the fact that I'm a mother now. Um, and I try to, even though there's conversation that needs to be dealt between me and her, um, I just keep it because the fact that that's what God desires for me to do and that's what God is asking me for me to do um, to keep an open relationship and keep an open door um, I think that God always says that um, he will able to be before you in the presence of your enemies um, and in this journey I've been able to see a lot of um, things and you know people that will hurt you sometimes all they're going to be the people that love you um but you keep an open mind and allow God to do what he has to do but a mother will always be a mother um maybe we will never understand some of the things that they do as for me I don't think I would do certain some of the stuff that I see certain mothers do um i think that we are here as mothers to direct our child not to kind of push them not to kind of um make the path for them and even if you try to put your child on a path all you could do i believe is pray for them and pray that they do find the right path and allow god to do the rest um we have no authority to decide what path your child supposed to be on. I know there's a lot of culture-based that do that and push their child in certain paths. Um, And the child becomes miserable, even if that's the case. Or they end up appreciating um, what their parents did. And, you know, so... um, I believe that you know every mother have their own way of doing things and have their own agenda of how they do stuff and how why they do things for their kids and how they do it um I think for me what I would take from my mother is her um her strength because she's a really strong woman um her determination um Yeah, her strength and her determination. Her her ability to sacrifice for her kids and her family. And I think that those are very strong um, characteristics. Uh, But with that being said, happy Mother's Day, guys. Happy Mother's Day to your mamas. Happy Mother's Day. I wish you all the best i pray that everybody enjoyed their happy mother's day their mother i say their mother's day i didn't get to really celebrate my mother's day uh this weekend because i had to work but um i will be celebrating the following weekend with my family and my my kids um and just loving it like you know I'll celebrate my kids next weekend Since I didn't get to really celebrate much Um But Happy Mother's Day guys Uh I love you all I pray That God Allows Every single one of y'all To have The peace of mind The support I pray that every single body That is a mama That is Helping Um up kids that you do have some type of support because and you have a village because it takes a village to raise a child it takes a village to grow up a child it takes a village to 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 help that child be the best that they could be and if you don't have one you're just gonna have to um Pray that God allows the right people to come into their lives to help them grow and mature and also help you on it um on it and I know that's what I'm praying for that God brings the right people in my life to to not only lean on me when they need support, but also help me when I need support. Um and I think that's a big thing in the mother's is support so i pray all of you have support and, and if you don't that i pray god god bless you all with the support that you need to help you raise your your young ones um because they are the they are our future so happy mother's day guys i love you bye